0: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet.
1: Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858.
0: You're listening to Real Adventures with Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Hadgood. We're on the final
1: leg. It's time for Red's Tip. Redman, what do you have for us for the weekend? Now... Knives are a must on a boat. No matter what, you got to have a knife on the boat. Whether your anchor gets stuck, whether you're cutting bait, whatever it is, you need to have knives on a boat.
0: Now, attacked by pirates?
1: Yeah, attacked by pirates. I'd start with a flare first, and or then after Pat, that, just, get or, the knife out. Or if Pat anchors on your boat, that's a, another thing. <laughs> but uh, keeping a a knife, a bait, a bait knife, everyone has on their boat, and everyone that I know, for some reason, they always. You know, I've got a bait, I've got a good knife in the boat. Yeah, I've got a bait knife. No, but if you've got a good knife, yeah, oh, bait knife, an old knife. Bait knife needs to be sharp because as you actually cut so much bait on the boat, it actually, it, you get, not only do you get, like, for example, if you go out for a gummy fish and you want to cut through ras, if you have a blunt knife, your wrist and everything's pushing that hard on a ras when it's blunt, it's not going to go through and that's when it becomes dangerous a blunt knife is a dangerous knife don't get me wrong all knives can be dangerous sharp knives can be dangerous as well but a sharp knife will always work with you so if you actually use the knife correctly it'll work with you where a blunt knife will always work against you especially when you're working on a boat that's moving so if you're in the ocean and you're rocking and you're trying to cut um even nice squid strips for whiting bait or a squid strip for a snapper in the ocean whatever it is if you're rocking and you've got a blunt knife and you're pushing just that bit harder You literally are trying to push through bones or whatever it is. You will slip and you will hurt yourself where a sharp knife will do the work for you. So you're actually not using force behind the knife. So for me and all my friends that are listening that I fish with, please stop buying knives from four years ago and keeping them on your boat and using them as bait knives because they are dangerous. If you come on my boat, my bait knife is always razor sharp. It is as sharp as my knife that's in my kitchen so that there is Red's tip for the week. So you can cut your bait with these and potentially not push hard enough to go through your hand. Beautiful work, Redman. It's time for the
0: flying gaff. And we've all loved the Olympics. They've been brilliant. There's no one that uh, can dispute that. And if they do, they're a poor sport and they've got not too much that's exciting in their life at the moment.
1: Hold on, are you about to dispute it?
0: Well, I I'm sending the gaff this week to the uh, the Olympic Committee. Yes, the gaff is going to the Olympics because in 1896 the first official Olympics were conducted. April 6, I think it was. It was a good day, Redmond. Um, they competed with uh, with safety pins when they put their names on their uh, on their competing sort of uh, tops. And uh, a few hundred years later, in 2021, we're still continuing to see athletes on the track with safety pins and their names stapled to their uh, their Guernseys or their relevant T-shirts that they're running, which we did see the other day. So in well over 150 years of well, – not quite 150, we're close to uh, – of Olympics, we're still seeing safety pins. And for mine, it's a little bit archaic, and perhaps it's time to sort of Try some sort of holograph that we could put on. I know there's been a few issues with regards to overspend in uh,
1: in Japan, but something that's a little bit more upmarket than a safety pick. During the week, I watched. A, I think it was a Frenchman. He wrote on his, on his, whatever you want to call it, his name and number. He took it off, and before he obviously went to, to compete, he wrote on it and said, "I love you, mum and dad. Thanks." So, how would he be able to do that if he's in a hologram? Don't don't. I don't need to go into those sort of details, Aaron. All I'm saying is, let's let's
0: go upmarket now. Let's not go to the other end where we're we're printing 3D bikes and they're breaking in front of us. You know there is a limit to how far we push technology, which unfortunately our Australian team found out during the week. But let's look to something slightly more upmarket than the safety pins. Anyway, sort of we've drifted a bit off
1: today, Aaron. That's all right. You've been listening to Real Adventures. I'll see you on the water soon.